When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Ollie. Hi, Dave. Hey, welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back to What Difference Does It Make? This is exciting. We're uh, in a different venue. We are in a different venue and we're moving into a different year. That's true. (laughs) It's 2020. It's 2020 and we are also moving into a different year in our theme. 1983. 1983. Yeah, we've been talking about it uh, last year, way, way Long ago. back in 2019, whenever that was. <laughs> but now we are talking uh, 83 legitimately. We're going to start counting them down. Yeah, and by counting it down, we mean that we're going to be talking about the countdown list from KROQ. This is the original list that they put out. You know, They did their December 31st countdown of all their favorites from that year. And we're going to talk about each and every one of them. They did 106.7 songs back in 1983. They redid this list because they have their Rock of the 80s radio station that you can hear on um, HD on HD radio. Thank you. You could also hear it online. They they redid only they only had like top 80s of each year. They top pared 80 down of each the list. They're right. pairing down the list of 106.7. And by the way, the reason for for our listeners around the world, Go the ahead. reason there are 106.7 songs is because the frequency in Los Angeles is 106.7. And by the way, K Rock is the preeminent alternative music station. And in the 80s, it was preeminent bomb. because we yeah because we grew up in Los Angeles. So of course, that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, these are the songs that kind of shaped who we are, because <laughs> so <if> you- <laughs> this, this is what we listened to in 1983. You were graduating from high school, I believe. I was. So if you want to know, you know, what shaped us, if you want to, you, you listen closely to this music <laughs> and you can see how we became the way we are. Yes. Cause I remember <laughs> 1983 and the way I was. So <laughs> vividly in your OP shorts. Yes, exactly. We, I think we touched on that a little bit. So in 83, you're, you're working at Camp Beverly Hills. I was working at Camp Beverly Hills and I was wearing, well, I was wearing slop sweatshirts and a lot of sweatpants because that's Did what Did you say sold. slop? That's what they were called. That was the style of them. Slop sweatshirts, like sloppy, They kind of big necks and they hung on you a little bit, not flash dance style, but they were just big and they were like, you know, uh, you know, army pants and sweatpants and it was the best place to work. I don't remember that phrase at all. That was probably uh, right. Camp Beverly Hills phrase, and anybody so, who wore the clothing would so probably bi- know it. So big and bulky was the... Was um, Big and kind of sloppy and just... Oh, see. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> it's, For an OP it's, kid? It's different. Well, no, it was actually, it's very comfortable, so that's that's fine. You know, it's <laughs> not like, uh, yeah, fashion today is a little more tighter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind, it is. They kind of tightened it up a it's little. It's pretty skinny yeah. styles today. Yeah, the 80s, I, I could approve of the, the slop style. So that, <laughs> yeah. instead of, now it's it's called loose fit, correct? <laughs> loose fit or boyfriend jeans. Boyfriend, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. For girls, boyfriend jeans are a little bigger. 
But we used to wear those in the 80s also. We didn't call them that, but we used to wear like big, big Levi's and just belt them tight at the waist so they were baggy. I just remember that. Those were really comfortable as opposed to skinny jeans that we wear today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. We did. We did. We, we missed this in our episode, in our fashion episode. Okay. No, I'm, I'm so glad this has been covered. Now I've learned so much. Now we can move on to the music. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, we can. Um, so again, it's uh, the 106.7 top songs of 1983. And uh, the 0.7 is usually something quirky. And that is definitely the case with this. It's an artist called Robert Roll. And the song is called The Dog Boat. I cannot tell you the first thing about this song. All right. Well, <laughs> can you? It's to the the love boat. The dog boat. Yes. Did you did you not listen to this? I song? did. I... <laughs> oh, Holly, you said you did your homework. I did my homework. You... But I skipped right over one hundred and six point seven because I figured you would you being the quirkier of us would yeah. have more info on the dog the dog boat. Yeah. You know what? I'm going shiny to, and new. I'm going to. Uh, you gonna uh, play it? You know what? It's not even. Funny, it's not even on on YouTube. Um, wow! I know no one no one has access to the song. Let me try one more time on. Uh, let's see if I Google it. Do you remember the song from the time? From the time? I mean, from the. Do you remember this in 1983? No, no I don't remember this at all. Do you remember the Love Boat? Of course, I okay. never missed it. Who was your favorite uh, employee? Well, on, on I, the boat, who would well, you want to hang out with on okay. the boat? Well, I thought Gopher was cute. Gopher, really? I thought Gopher was cute, but I—I I mean, Julie McCoy, who wanted, who didn't want to be a cruise director? I mean, it's kind of a pain in the ass job, but really pretty she, cool. She had the yeah. Did you like the haircut? I mean, that was like the Dorothy oh, yeah, Hamill. Totally. I didn't. But have you it. didn't have that. No. That was pretty bold. That would have been a bold move for a you know for a teenager to to uh, take on that haircut. I wasn't that well, bold. I was kind of go along with the masses. Well, you know, Molly Ringwald had the mm-hmm. kind of the shorter cut, but you you like to. Uh, I had hair. I had big hair. You're a rocker. Big big hair. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> big feathered hair. Nice. It's all yeah. good. You, I did you have big hair? Um. No. Your hair looks exactly the same as it did back then. It it was pretty much a bowl cut. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it was just glued to my head. It didn't really move too much. Did you spray it? No. Or did did you just just kind of just kind of sat that way? There was nothing, (laughs) nothing interesting about the haircut. It was just (laughs) I never did anything to my hair. I I never colored it or tweaked it or you know curled it up. Yeah. You, no jerry curls, nothing like that. <laughs> Do you think, so we, we have a, a saying, or we wonder about this saying, I should say, in our house. Okay. To, because, you know, my Ari has gone through a lot of hairstyles. Even though each has one he? seems like it lasts a really long time. Well, yeah, there was the mullet. There was some weirdo. We, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, well, we all had mullets. That, <laughs> yes. And then he had a perm. He had long permed hair. Is that right? Yeah. I do not remember that phase of his Around our life. wedding. Okay. No, sorry. It was after our wedding because in our wedding he had a mullet, and then nice. he wore the when he had the the permed long permed hair. He wore it in a pony, you know, sort of like a half ponytail. Okay. And half then, ponytail. Oh God, that was a horrible yeah. look yeah. at the time. It was just I think it I'm was sure just it keep it out Steve. of his face. Well, anything looks good on him. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so so does the hair make the man? Um. Well, you tell me because I. No, I don't, I don't think so. 
I, back in my back in those days, in my shallow days, yes, <laughs> I might have thought so. Yeah, not, I mean, I, I was big on the mullet when when I met my Ari. Big on the mullet, like well, really, I, you liked that look. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it was Duran Duran. You loved it because Ma, Bono had it, correct? Well, I loved it because my Ari had it. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> wow. Bono had the most intense. Bono had a great mullet. Mullet, especially oh. in the, right around that time. Oh God. Yeah. He regrets that, I'm sure. No, it was a time. It was a sign of the it time. Was. Uh, yeah, I know. It, it was. But. Okay, uh, so, are we, so anyway, are so we, the dog boat is, there is no sign of it whatsoever, but it, it was a thing. And, it, and I know when I pulled it up a few years ago when I was doing the research on this, <laughs> it, it was to the tune of, of the love boat. Okay. So you're a Julie Cruz guy. Julie Ju- uh, Julie Cruz. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of uh, Twin. Tw- I'm saying. Chew, chew. I'm, I don't thinking, know how she her last See, I'm name. thinking of Twin Peaks. Julie Cruz. But this was the cruise director. Yes. This is this is the way my mind. But works. her name was Lauren. Lauren Tweez. Yes. Yeah. From what I understand, huge cocaine problem. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're spreading rumors, are you? No, that's pretty much. Uh, is it a known thing? Yeah, that's pretty much a known thing. I don't know where she is, is now. Is she clean now? I'm sure she is. Yeah. But yeah, that's oh, the love boat. Oh, a lot, a lot of candy going on. <laughs> Too candy. Yeah, well, I mean, the year. I mean, yes, exactly. I mean, they, and she should be doing that. <laughs> While you're on the love boat and you're making a lot of money, that's uh, that's what you do. Except for uh, yeah. Gavin McLeod, I'm sure was. Yes, old. on the straight, on the straight and narrow. Yeah. So yeah. It was uh, Grady. Uh, what's it, what was his real name? Uh, he was he became like a congressman. Yeah. For Iowa, I can't remember his full name. Grandy. Could that be Fred it? Grandy, that's it. Yeah, see? All right, there you go. Okay, that was a lot of time. I mean, we're talking a lot about the love boat. Yeah. I can, we can go off on the love boat forever. But anyway, so you're a, you are a, uh, a Julie Cruise director. I am that, Julie McCoy, your Julie cruise McCoy, director. your cruise director. Yeah, love and that. you? Who was your? Oh, I would be Isaac, Isaac all the way. Bartender. I mean, of course. I mean, come on. <laughs> yes. Double fingers. <laughs> I could have guessed that. Of course, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was He was the best. Yeah. Well, he was. Yeah. Come on, not Doc. You're gonna. Yeah. Doc. Doc was better on Get Smart. <laughs> oh, Siegfried. yeah. He played Siegfried. Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Get Smart was probably better. All right. Who so, well, What other what other Love Boat no, characters can you name? You can't. I cannot think about Love Boat without thinking about Fantasy Island. Well, sure. They came. It was right one after. right after the other. Yeah, it was like nine o'clock and ten o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. That was. When Saturday was something you wanted to do on your uh Was it Saturday program. or Friday? It was on Saturday. Oh. Which is crazy. Because now now something's on. I mean, I think no one watches TV on. You TiVo it. Well, yeah. Nobody TiVo watches. It. Yeah. No one watches TV on Saturday. I don't think. I have no idea how TV works anymore. Nobody watches anything on a network. Yet. Very few people watch network. Yeah. The Golden yeah. Globes came out. And I think. It, uh, I don't think anything on network was recognized. Golden Globe nominees. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was all it's all Netflix. Yeah, and Amazon all, and Amazon and all of that Hulu yeah. stuff. Um, okay, so, so can we move on to number hundred? All right. So anyway, that was the dog boat, Robert Roll. Shout out to wherever you are, Robert Roll. That was a lot of talk. Sorry, that was a lot of talk for a song we know nothing about. Correct. <laughs> can we can we move on to yes. number one hundred and six? Okay, so this is uh, now the countdown actually gets started. Let the countdown begin. Yeah. So uh, slipping away by Dave Edmonds. Yes. Okay. What can you tell me about this? Are you a fan? Uh, are you a Dave Edmonds fan? Of course. Dave Edmonds okay. and Nick Lowe, yeah. all that, uh, the rockabilly stuff, rock yeah. pile, love that stuff. Rock pile, exactly. Well, uh, this song was his first, it was his return to American Top 40 since for the first time since 1970, and this was 1983. 
Do you remember the song from 1970? Do you know what it was? No, please tell me. I hear you knock. Oh, see, that's funny. I was going to say I hear you knock it, but I didn't think that was way back in 1970. I didn't either, but here you go. Okay. So Dave Edmonds then was probably like nearing 40 when this came out. Uh, sounds like you're right. Yeah, like late 30s, something like that. Because, yeah, if he was around in 1970, he must have been at least in his early 20s. and In the 70s. Yeah, he could have been 20. He could have been 20. Suddenly you're... Uh, Suddenly it's 13 years later and you got another hit in your hands. And you have a hit that was uh, written and produced by? Nick Lowe. Thomas Dolby. No. <laughs> no. You're getting a little bit closer. All right. Um, uh, uh, Elvis Costello. Nope. Who's another fabulous producer. Uh, another fabulous. With a very distinctive sound. Um, Brian Eno. I don't know. No, it's not that Brian Eno. Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn. Oh, see, that makes perfect sense. Jeff Lynn. And get this. This, I was very surprised to read this. His first choice to produce this song was Phil Collins. Okay. But he was not available. Well, in 83, he was the hottest thing. Yeah. Well, yes, he was the hottest thing. But when you think about who Jeff Lynne is now and, you know, where he's been, you know, if I wanted a producer for my song, I think I might go for Jeff Lynne over (laughs) Phil Collins. Uh, Yeah. especially Well, the sound of this song slipping away. Phil Collins, it would have sounded a little bit different. Possibly. Yeah. Well, okay. So he, he said, I thought of Jeff Lynn because he was Mr. Techno back then, and he used to make great sounding records. Mr. Techno? <laughs> I never think of that. No, you don't, but his sound back at the, you know back in these days, yeah, it was a little more techno than, than earlier stuff, yellow okay. stuff. So this isn't right. This, this offends me. <laughs> On that, well, then he please says, say it. <laughs> so he says, now I listen to them, and they sound a bit dated, his tracks with, with Jeff Lynn. I'm a bit puzzled as to why I was so enamored with Jeff, but he's very creative in the studio. He can go in with nothing and write on the spot, make a record. I was taken with that. I would not take anything away from Jeff Lynn. I mean, it's a rockabilly song, and it is of that time. Yeah. And Jeff Lynn makes Jeff Lynn records. So it sounds like a Jeff Lynn record. You know, when it, he, it has, has he has a Jeff Lynn touch for a, sure. You can definitely hear Free Fallen, <laughs> think uh, George Harrison's. You know, got my mindset on you. Yes. You know, they when they did the Beatles, Free as a Bird, they all have mm-hmm. that. That's the Jeff Lynn sound. The Jeff Lynn sound. So that's but, what he got. You sign you up Jeff Lynn, you get Jeff Lynn. You know what you're getting, exactly. You're not going to, you know, you're, we'll get a Jeff Lynn sound regardless. Yes. yes. So he did get that, and it's a good song. So I like it. I think it's right. a great, I think it's a great song. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm easing on the brakes here. Let's uh, let's take a break. Already? Yes. We'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> Welcome back, Dave. All right. Thank you. Let's get back to the podcast. Moving on to, um, by the way, that um, both the dog boat and slipping away are not on the charts. The updated list. There is only oh. one song that, or actually one and a half songs, kind of. There's only one song that is on the current top 80. Oh. Okay. I think I, I, and one I'm is, not looking and, ahead, and but one, I'm going to guess. And one will be on the um from 1982 was on the list. Oh, it was not on for this year. Oh, you're throwing an extra little bit of yeah. information. All right. So number 105, this is a B side from a flock of seagulls. Yep. It shows you how hot they were. Yeah. In Los Angeles. They were pretty big. Yeah. So this song is called committed, which was not even on their album. It wasn't originally, oh. this was a B side. I don't know which, uh, which was, uh, what song it was. It might've been, uh, Photograph of you wishing. Wishing. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was. When they reissued this album on Space CD. Space Age Love Song, right? Isn't that, is the album Space Age Love Song? Um, I, I don't know. Yes. Whatever, whatever their second album was. But when they reissued this album, they, they, they put it on there, like some extras. Yeah. But this was not, if you bought the vinyl in 1983, this was not on there. I did not realize that. Yeah. It's a good song, but it sounds like K-Rock. Yeah. If you listen to it, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see why Freddie Snakeskin would be uh, <laughs> attracted to this song. Yeah. Like but that's probably, what they did. They yeah. they dug into, like, they didn't necessarily play what, uh, you know, maybe Anybody the record, else was playing. Maybe, yeah, maybe the record label was like, no, you have to play this. I'm like, no, no, I flipped it over. This is this is the better song, which happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, you you did get the feeling that, that K-Rock might have played anything Flock of Seagulls at the time. People yeah. People like them a lot. Yeah. People. People. Well, people meaning... <laughs> We're people. Meaning, yes. Meaning teenagers in 1983. You remember the song? Did you listen? give a listen to it? I did. I did. I, I didn't remember it until I heard it. And maybe it's just... Maybe it's just been too many years. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, that's, and that's what's kind of fun about this list that we're going to go through. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. Like, this song definitely is not in the top 80 of no. 1983. But it is... Yeah. Uh, it's a good song and it's worth uh, worth checking out again. 
which will be on our Spotify playlist. Yes. Can we move on to number 105? No, we're going to move on to 104. <laughs> Flock of Seagulls is 105. Yes. Huh. <laughs> You're right, because Dave Edmonds was 106. Yes. Okay. So number 104 is the Joe Boxers, Just Got Lucky. Do you like the song? Well, yes. It's fun, quirky, dancey. I love this song. Everything you love about the 80s. Yes, exactly. From the album Like Gangbusters. Okay. Would you buy? Did you buy the album? I don't remember. I probably did not. Yeah. Did you buy albums in the... I did buy records. Were you buying records sure. in 83? I was buying records. I Where'd you know. go? Where was your place? I went to the warehouse and to Moby... Where? Moby Di- to the where? Where? The warehouse. Oh, very good. Okay. Moby Disc and yes. Music Plus. Yes. Licorice Pizza? Licorice Pizza. That was, was more in your... Oh, we didn't that was have my neighborhood. Yeah. It was across from Topanga Plaza was yeah. the Licorice Pizza. So I did used to go there. We used to go there uh, when I was working because yeah. I worked across the street. I had the triangle of... Uh, there was Licorice Pizza... And um and Moby Disc were on the same yeah. on the same yeah. side of the street on Topanga, and then I had to go across the street to the warehouse, <laughs> and then I determined which had who had the better deal. I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> I was desperate, you know. I had five bucks in my pocket, and like okay, yeah, to make sure you were getting the best, the the best deal. Yeah. I had to find uh, whatever was on sale. Was there a Ticketmaster in that warehouse? There was a Ticketmaster at Licorice Pizza. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where we used to go online to wait for yeah. tickets. There was a ticket master at the May Company. Remember the May there Company? There was? Yeah. Remember the May Company? May Company, then Robinson's May. Yeah. And uh, uh, Fallbrook was uh, was the Ticketron. Those were the two competing. There <laughs> was right. Ticketmaster and Ticketron. Back before the, when the, back before there was a monopoly? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not a monopoly. No. Well, a little bit. Oh, yeah. There's not a monopoly? Don't get me started. Don't get, you know what? All the money goes to the artist, by the way. Ticketmaster right, ticket is not making that no much fees. money. No fees. No, yeah. They don't, those fees go to the artist. They're just, they're, they're all going to the artist. None of this is going to take it. Ticketmaster is making their money, but these, these little extra fees all goes to, uh, those fees don't go to the, don't no. go to the corporation. No, no doesn't go to ticket. No, they're, but huh. Ticketmaster is willing to be the bad guy as opposed to Maroon 5, Ticketmaster is happy to be the bad guy and just say, well, well, you know, it is what it is. We're sorry. You can choose your seats now. You know, there's there's better options. But it all it all funnels out to uh I'm going to have artists. to look at this, look further at this. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> know if I'll put this on the podcast, but yeah, that's, that is the truth. Don't, <laughs> they're, they're very happy to play Darth Vader, but they are not Darth Vader. Blame, blame the artists? Blame the managers of the artists. This is very interesting, Dave. You're opening my eyes. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, just got lucky. Do you know, do you know what movie this was uh, featured on? I without cheating, which you already are. I I've could already see you're cheating. cheated. I didn't. I didn't remember until I saw it, and now, uh, of course, I remember. Makes sense. So, what movie? Forty year old virgin. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah, that's a good song placement there. Yes, I definitely think so. But yeah, it's a fun, upbeat song, and how can you hate it? How can you hate that stuff? You can't. It's a pretty happy song. Yes, we like yeah. happy. Yeah, and and it that was a song that broke them internationally. <laughs> and then and then they fell off the earth after they broke. Pretty much. They, they, yeah. I mean, which is, you know what? You have one song, and that is great. It gets <laughs> played on, still remembered. It's on a movie that you that you love. That's, yeah. That's a good. That's good. That's something. I'd be happy. I'd be thrilled if I had a Just Got Lucky song that 
you know. Yeah, but I think most artists would like to have longevity. Everybody does. And they still, I'm sure, you know, as we go to these 80s shows, they all, you know. Yeah. People still want to hear these songs. Yeah. You could hear the Joe Box. I'm sure there's a lot. I'm, I think, I'm sure they had a few other songs, probably in the UK, that uh, that struck. They did. So, yeah. I'm sure they still have a career once, you know. Once still in a while. Yeah. I mean, not, they got enough to sustain themselves for, you know, if they want to get the band back together. I'm sure it's just one guy in Joe Boxers like, all right. Let's let, let's hire some session players and we'll we'll play. Just oh. got lucky for. Oh, you're talking like like Annabella. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, okay. Um. All right. Moving on up to um. Penthouse in the sky. No. Uh, getting a getting a burning sensation. I am in the belly of the whale. Nice. <laughs> uh, L.A. band. Yes, and which I I could have swore just listening to that song I was like that's. I wouldn't think they were an LA band. I would think they're from New Zealand or something like that. Are you getting a crowded house vibe? Just a <laughs> just a reggae vibe, light reggae, yeah. and if yeah. another if also like just got lucky, just a just a fun fun tune, yeah. and this has a little reggae, a little calypso. Twi- yes, calypso. That's the that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I I love this. You know what I'm finding? I'm just going to insert a little commentary here. That's what my the podcast own. is for. My own. It's sort of an editorial. Okay. That's that's why we have this forum. <laughs> so you could say whatever you want. Okay. So this is 1983. So we've, we've looked at 80, 81, 82. I, I found, I think, on those, those charts, those bottom of the chart songs, like 106.7 to 100, weren't necessarily my favorite. But in 1983, I really liked all these songs. I mean, really, like, like, like them. Would have put them on a mixtape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, also, right. You're, you're a senior now. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, and now I'm the, now I'm a senior. <laughs> yeah, I mean these songs are literally the soundtrack to your yeah. your adolescence. It's true. Or, you know, so uh, yeah, um, burning sensations, the, the belly of the whale. This was um, as yeah, it's just such a great, uh, well produced song. Yeah, it's it sounds like something of a, from a band that probably could have gone yes. further. I don't know. It's there was so much I, with a song like that. It sounds like it. Yeah. Maybe they didn't. Well, more, yeah, like there was a lot of possibilities. But did you know uh, the the front man of Burning Sensations was in another band for a short amount of time, which you're probably cheating know. on that. <laughs> I do know. Okay. What band was that? The Motels? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait. So maybe that's why there's no Burning Sensations because he left to to be with on with the Motels because they, they were about to have a, a big album as well. He's actually in another band right now. He's in another band yes, right now. Yes, he is. He is. Is he in U2? No, no. No? It's a classic rock band that you've never heard oh, of. Oh, Led Zeppelin? <laughs> you've never heard of them. <laughs> a band I've never heard of. Okay. <laughs> well, do you want to guess? Yeah. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> uh, knucklehead. Okay, well, I don't says, know, but okay. tell me who it is. You don't insult me. Just tell me what the band is. <laughs> Very funny, Knucklehead. I have another fun fact about Belly of the Whale. Tell me. All right. This song is still on the updated K-Rock list. It is? It is. That was absolutely not going to be my guess. This is number 80. <gasps> wow, because there are two other songs that yes. we're about to get to that I could swear would be on the top 80. All right. Including the next song. This is the asterisk song. Asterisk song. Because this this was number eighteen in nineteen eighty two. That's it. All right. So Red Skies at Night from Shuttered Room. Did you have that album? Uh, 
Whenever you say the album, I'm going to say I'm going to ask you if you had that record. So I'm I'm guessing I did because I was a fan and I I'd seen them. You but did I, see I, them. I can't remember the album. Yeah, I seen fix? them before. Yeah, I think I must have seen them at the Palladium somewhere. I can't. That remember. sounds good. That would be a good show. Eighty mm-hmm. three to see the fix. Yeah. yeah, they still play. You can go see them now. I'm sure you can. You can. Do you know the lead singer? Cy Kernan. Very good. Yeah. Can you name lead, another he, member? No. Okay, but he had a haircut. He had a haircut. It was sort of a mullet. Like, it was like yeah. a modified mullet. I mean, not flock of seagulls type haircut, which was no. spectacular. See, that was a good. That was a good cut. Yes, and that was an original cut. Yes, and it was good when uh, Chandler Bing had it in the eighties. <laughs> I love that. That was a good. Look. So that was a memorable cut. I remember Cy also had like like the front was something was happening in the front, like yeah, long was, bangs, or was it? It was kind of angular cut. But right? it was also a straight mullet. It, it, was it a mullet? Was straight. I don't know. I remember it being. I a think. Mullet. I think. Okay, I'm looking up. <laughs> We're gonna post a picture on Instagram. On, okay. You know, they re-recorded this song for an album in 1987 at the request of uh, MCA Records. Well, that's a thing now. Yeah. As uh, you can ask uh, Taylor Swift, she'll tell you all about yes. that. Yes. Yeah, but that's for a different but the, reason. But, but a lot of people do that. I know Jeff Lynn re-recorded a lot of his records. Yeah, but this was only a few years. This was only four years later. I know they record. It never works. It's never no. the same. No. I mean, you hear and go, oh, okay. Might as well just go back to the original. Right. Well, that's mm-hmm. why... Yeah, I don't know if Taylor's going because you you can't recreate what you sounded like when you were twenty, when you're yeah. forty, no, fifty, you know, try <laughs> or thirty, or, 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 I'm, or they'll do different, you know, like there's different production touches now that they'll throw in there. Yeah, fans don't need that. No, I, I mean I, I understand, you know, to get those royalties, you need to, you want to, <laughs> you want to own this. Yeah, but for her, I get it. I absolutely get it. She's also not. Uh, an innocent. An innocent. She's oh, not no, that I innocent. Oh, no, I understand. I understand. Actually, Cy kind of had like a, that's kind of how my hair looked a Let's little see. bit. Except I wasn't blonde. Yeah. I kind of had that, that's that kinda light. That's bullish. This was, oh, this bullish. is it. The Billy Zapka look from uh, from Karate Kid. Totally. That's, that's it. That's what, that's Like it. the swooping bangs. Yeah. Sweeping bangs. Yeah. That's, yeah, I could see him at Cobra Kai. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, the Cy Kernan, yeah, the Cy he, Kernan slash Billy Zabka. Yeah, or William Zabka, as he goes by now. Oh, is that right? I okay. believe so. Yeah, oh, he's he's always Billy. Yeah, just stick with it. Stick with what works. <laughs> so you love the fix, and you saw them, and we love their haircut. I and you're not sure if you had their if you went to the warehouse to to pick up their their album Shuttered Room. I imagine I probably did. Yeah, but that's pretty. I, my memory's fuzzy. But this album, I mean, it was on the charts in uh, 1982. Yeah, and continue, you know. Just kind of uh, bled into 83. Yeah. The Fix was a big band. Yeah, The Fix and A Flock of Seagulls were really big bands back then. Yeah, they were staples. They it's, played this song on Saturday Night Live in 1984. So it must have been a hit for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that was the time we didn't watch Saturday Night Live. Like That was like after the original cast left and then they, like for like for five years, it was kind of like the uh, not, I mean, yeah. except for Eddie Murphy. Show yeah. wasn't that so maybe I did see it. Yeah, because there was Eddie. There were a few, and Eddie Murphy was worth watching for. But there were some oh. others of whom, of course, I cannot remember. Well, the, yeah, there was Joe Piscopo. Yeah. Joe, P- <laughs> right? I think he. I mean, those were kind of like the uh, the two superstars. Yeah, not going to think Ted Kazarinsky is one of the big stars, or who <laughs> exactly? Ted T- Kaczynski, Tim Kazarinsky, Kazarinsky, I believe was his name. Who else? There was like Charles Rocket. I don't know. Ju- no, Julia no. oh, Louis Dreyfus yes. was in the show. Yes. During the kind of the depths of the 
<laughs> that time. Okay, so 1984. Who was, there in, were the, some, who was in the cast? So in Jim Belushi, which I didn't even know he was on SNL. Billy Crystal. Oh, 84. Oh, okay. So this was Christopher yeah. Guest. Okay, so 84 was during that time. Gotcha. Yeah, and Julia Louis Dreyfus for sure. Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer and Martin Short. Well, they did, um, in 80, yeah, they did the synchronized swimming skit. So 84. Okay, I didn't Tim realize. Tim Kazarinski. That's who you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. I was thinking about Ted Kaczynski. No, it's completely different. <laughs> We're going to end this episode with uh, number 101. So only only seven songs this episode. What is this band? And please tell me about them because I have no clue. Precious Way is the song. Okay. The band. Are we going to have different pronunciations on this? I would say Machinations. Ooh, okay. Yeah, what that's right. What would you right. say? Machinations. Okay. Australian. What would They're... you say? I thought... Machinations? <laughs> if you were from Israel. Okay. Uh, mach- machinations. <laughs> no, I would machination. not say that. No, don't you dare. No. Uh, I prefer the Machinations. Machinations. <laughs> No. But they're Australian. They're Australian. So let's say machination. Machinations. 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 Yes. Uh, so this was actually the second and final single from their debut album, Esteem. <laughs> okay. Are they still around? Uh, I do not believe they are still around. Okay. I can tell you who they were. It was Tim Doyle on guitar, Fred Lonergan on lead vocals, and Tony Starr on keyboards, vocals, and drum machine, because, of course, it was 1983. Mm-hmm. Although they formed in 1980. Yeah. Sounds about right. So G- this is probably something that uh, Freddie found in the import bin at ah. Poo Bar Records or wherever. Poo yeah. 80s music trivia quiz. Okay, yes, that's right. It is time for that. Let's do that. Yeah. No more machinations. No more machinations. So that that's that. That's a... Uh, okay, so now we move on to our quiz deck or what is it? That's the... What we got? It's, it's called the 80s music... Trivia quiz. Interesting. Appropriately named. So am I asking you or are you asking me? I... Well... Uh, since I since you're holding the book, I'll ask you. Yeah, okay, and we'll make a note that next time I ask you. Yeah, okay. so I'll put your I'll put my initials on the next one, and we'll forget what that means. <laughs> okay. All right. No cheating. All right. Never. Okay. Never. All right. And yeah, I don't like these year questions. In what year was the song "I Know Him So Well" released by Whitney Houston? I know him so well. I don't. Can't remember that song, but I mean, she came out in uh, 86, 87. So, so your choices are 86, 87, or 88. Okay, so I'll say 86. Okay, you can say 86. And would that be correct? No, it would be 1988. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, what, it wasn't her debut, or what, was that her debut? 88, or was it? I can't answer that question. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep that a secret. It was, uh, okay, you keep it a secret. And that's it? That's our test? No, you have 10 questions here. Oh, okay. Well, okay, then... <laughs> let's go through these. Like, you'll, okay. you'll get the rest of them pretty quickly. All right. So I'm 0 for 1. You're 0 for 1. The song Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic, released police. by the police, was part of which album? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ghost in the Machine. Very good. Okay. You didn't even need the multiple one for, choice. One for two. Okay. Which studio album by Tina Turner contained the song What's Love Got to Do uh, With It? Drive a Dancer. Very good. I guess I didn't really keep need going. to look at the... the Come on, let's go. Which of these is not a song released by the group Wham? Everything She Wants, I Want to Know What Love Is. I Want to Know What Love Is. <laughs> All right. Which of these songs by Wham was released in 1986? Ooh. Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, Last Christmas, or Edge of Heaven? Oh, Christmas. Uh, well, I'll, you know, it's, it was the season. Let's, uh, let's go Last Christmas. Nope, Edge of Heaven. Okay. All right, you're two for five, three for five. I got three. In which year did Michael Jackson release the single Smooth Criminal? 87. 
No, I'm not giving you the answer. 87, oh, 88, or 89? Uh, I mean, the album came out in 87 or 88, 87. Single? It, so if you want to say single, maybe it was 88. There you go. Okay. Awesome. But the album Bad came out in 87, containing Smooth Criminal. Okay, it's the single specifically. I understand where you're going. Okay. Listen up. All right. Okay, I, I appreciate I you showing off your knowledge. I really do. Keep up to, stick, listen to the question. All right, who released the song Nobody Told Me in 1984? Nobody told me there'd be days like these? Strange well, it says days nobody indeed. told me. Uh, strange days indeed. I, I, I mean, I like 81? No, who that, released the song? Oh, John Lennon? Very good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, listen to the listen closely to the question because I'm going to ding you well, if pop- you give an if you give a wrong answer based on what you oh, think you know. Man, stickler rules. <laughs> Taskmaster. Oh. oh, here we go. Yeah, Ooh, the, the, the taskmistress <laughs> likes that. The song "I Have the Tiger" by the group Survivor was the theme song for what film? It was uh, three Rocky three. Yes, it was. Okay. Who sang The Girl Is Mine with Michael Jackson in 1982? It was Paul, Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah. Not, he wasn't Sir Paul at the time. But. No, he was not a Sir at the time. All right. Which of these is not an album released by the Eurythmics? All right. Revenge, Venus and Mars, Be Yourself Tonight. Venus and Mars. That's a Paul. Mc, that's a Wings. Good. Yeah. All right. Very good. So what are you? Are you seven I, for ten? I'm pretty sure I got them all right. No, you're right. I think you're eight for ten. <laughs> okay, we'll go. So it's a solid I'm B. Eight for ten. So Very good, solid Dave. B. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, sorry. God. Okay. It's just tough to do this. Come yeah, on, I know. I know. It's a whole new setup. I'm not used to it. I'm I, not used to our our alternate this, our alternative studio. Life in the neighborhood. Yeah. All right. So until next week, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.